0: Good morning y'all. This is Dana from Financial Aid Compliance Solutions and I would like to welcome you in on today's show. Let's talk financial aid for college and uh, what a week um, it's been. I was uh, on vacation and came back to a host of files that I needed to review for uh, clients and uh, some of which I will say, um, and there was a post that I actually um, wrote um, for LinkedIn, my LinkedIn page, it was regarding a file that had been literally uh, sitting for a few months before the um, file was reviewed and the aid was awarded. Now when I get the files, the files are coming from the client. Um, so I'm reviewing them for the school um, on behalf of the student to get the um, file verified and C code resolved sometimes and then to make sure that everything's all set to be awarded and then I literally process the award so uh, the question it was a financial aid tip uh, Our question of the day is how I posted it, was how long should it take to verify uh, and award a student's file? And one of the things that um, troubles me is, is that uh, there, while there are some institutions that have their system set up to have a file completed or and awarded right away, I'm wondering how many have actually been verified. And the reason why that question comes up is because there is an option um, that some institutions are utilizing, some are not utilizing it. um, And I know that those are the institutions that um, I serve and review their files for. But there is a, a code W where you can basically put the um, file through the awarding process and then go back and verify it. But if you haven't completed the verification for the 2019, 2020 files, your deadline is passed. And so you needed to complete verification because if you needed to process ICER corrections in order to complete verification, then the ICER can't be corrected. So the EFC may not be, uh, valid, um, on, and the award amount may not be accurate. So, um, I just wanted to kind of put that out there and uh, have that food for thought for folks because uh, one of the updates that came across, uh, and it was posted in COD, and it's also a um, an announcement from the department. is basically those 2019-2020 files that had that uh, code W on them are, you know, the time has ran out on them, and so there is uh, Pell de obligation. Uh, for those files, which means that they're being treated as an over-award and uh, so going forward um, basically, there's lots of eligibility there for the students um, as well as money for the schools. So now the students gonna have to try to come up with the money um, that they thought they were all set um, and secure in having. And uh, so that is a precarious situation that not only the um, school has put themselves into um, if you're utilizing that option and did not follow through but also uh, the student is now in a precarious situation with regards to the added um, debt they're gonna owe the institution in order to be able to complete paying for their um, education so With having said that, again, um, I just wanted to make sure that everybody is aware, um, that, that is a valid, uh, situation happening, um, and in this day and age with what we've got going on already, um, trying to retain students, um, and let them know that there is money out there to, um, for them to be able to afford to go to school and uh, the free opportunities that are available, uh, Pell Grant missed opportunities is, is just a loss of money. And uh, to be quite frank, I, I don't think there's any excuse for it um, and because it is our job as financial aid um, compliance specialist advisors to um, be advocates for our students. It's not just about our job. It's not just about um, you know working for the institution, clocking in, clocking out. It's all about serving the student. Because if there isn't a student, we don't have jobs. Um, so I just uh, I just want to put it out there um, that you know we need to be a little bit more careful about how we handle these um, files, and uh, we need to put a little bit more emphasis on um, putting ourselves in the student's. Um, seat, if you will, and uh, making sure that we are providing the best service to them available and we're not just at the end of the semester or at the end of the school uh, year handing them an um, invoice that's telling them that they owe X amount of dollars and uh, it's a little bit of a surprise to them because um, I, I don't like those type of surprises monetarily. I know I don't think anybody does so um, again just putting that out there in the universe that we need to be um, a little bit more careful about how we're handling the financial um, aid aspect of our students files and communicating with them and not just uh, leaving them to their own devices once they've been processed and, and thinking that they're all set um, last week I also um, one of the tips that I had provided, and I've actually talked about it a couple of times, and I'm just gonna keep talking about it, is that um, with everything that's going on in the um, food sector of uh, employment, um, I know that there's a lot of students out there that their job uh, to uh, have income while they're going to school is waitressing, uh, bartending, uh, wait, you know, hostessing. So, um, one of the things that I just wanted to put out there is, is that because the food sector or the restaurant industry, food industry, is taking such a substantial hit because of all the closures, and now that you know winter months are coming upon us, and uh, outside dining is not going to be um, probably that great of an option i know in my area of the country uh, i live in new hampshire and uh, sitting outside freezing my butt off while trying to enjoy a meal uh, just doesn't seem enticing to me and it's not a hit on the restaurants that are trying to do what they're trying to do by setting up an outdoor venue and putting heaters out there which is an added expense i get it i'm just saying realistically it's gonna be a hard sell um, up here in the Northeast and also in Montana like where they're already getting snow so with having said that there is a an option that all of inst- our institutions can utilize that when you have a decrease in income and remember for 2020 2021 we are using 2018 to income tax information, federal income tax information, income earned from work information. So more than likely, the status has changed with the income and there's probably reduction there. Um, so a professional judgment is what can be utilized to uh, reduce the income for the uh, the students. So if that um, is something that you have not discussed with your current students or those students that were not able to return to school after the school reopened from the closure because of COVID, then I would suggest you contact your students and let them know that there are options and there's ways that you can help them. And uh, I think they'll be forever grateful because I don't think tabling their education was what they had anticipated and now they're feeling lost um and uh probably a little stressed out too and so i think that if you reach out to those students uh they would be forever grateful and it also is a way that you can um bring them back to your institution which will increase your institution's cash flow as well um and i just again want to just put that out there as a helpful tip that um, could be utilized. And as always, as in our discussions here on the show, um, these scholarship opportunities, there are so many of them out there, it is incredible. And uh, uh, the scholarship, um, one of the websites that I utilize on a regular basis, I go to my Twitter feed, because I follow them on Twitter, and uh, I am following scholarships 360.org. So every day, and uh, it's on a continual basis, there are updates uh, from them with scholarships that are being offered. And I would highly recommend that if you haven't started following that you do follow them um, and you know pass those opportunities along to your students. Uh, there has been uh, one of the easiest scholarships that they'll ever apply for was um, posted uh, yesterday from tallow.com and uh, there is also a scholarship for those uh, individuals that are vegetarians and uh, they have they've got a two five thousand dollar scholarship and a one ten thousand dollar scholarship that they're offering to those uh individuals that are vegetarian vegan or vegetarian and it's open to the class of 2021 students so um it just it runs across the gamut and then there's a tfs scholarship that i just came across it's a thousand dollars and it's a sweepstakes everyone qualifies it's an easy application the deadline is October 31st Um, so again the scholarships are the way to go um, to help students gain um, free uh, money and granted not everybody that applies to the scholarship is going to be awarded but at least you tried it's like playing the lottery sometimes you know if you if you don't put your dollar in and buy your lottery ticket you're not going to be able to uh, have the chance at winning the million dollars or how much ever The you know lottery is up to at this point, and I'll be honest with you. I quit playing and <laughs> I used to play quite a bit, but I have Stopped playing and uh, maybe I need to start doing that again so uh, There was also um, just an FYI. They just posted a Gilman scholarship um, Gilman at Gilman Program scholarships for U.S. undergraduate students to study and intern abroad, and uh, so that's something that you might want to um, have your students look into as well. So, um, another uh, topic I wanted to also uh, discuss today is is that the. Um, federal student aid is hosting um their conference the annual conference that they normally hold either i mean it's been in georgia it's been down in um in atlanta it's been to uh orlando it's also been over in reno nevada Um, a few years back it was in vegas anyways this year they've gone online um just like with just about everybody else. And uh, so I would recommend if you haven't done so already, make sure that you go to the Federal Student Aid um, website, um, and you can also get connected through um, IFAP. But make sure that you sign up for the training that they have available. It's gonna be delivered virtually December 1st through the 4th. And uh, there's gonna be a feature of dynamic keynote addresses, engaging general forums and informative breakout sessions. Um, so I assume that what they're gonna be utilizing is Zoom, um, which you know has uh, plenty of breakout sessions. I know that's where I do my training um, through my marketing class. And that's where I also provide my training as an educator um, through Financially Compliant Solutions. Uh, zoom meeting and uh, speaking of which uh, we have I have a webinar scheduled coming up uh, next Thursday October 29th beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time it's gonna go until about twelve thirty p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and I uh, would extend a, an invitation to y'all um, that are following me if you would like to um, attend the training session um, please contact me at D Anderson D-A-N D-E-R S-O-N at DAS financial aid compliance solutions dot com and I will uh, send you the invitation uh, to the webinar training uh, you can also go to our website financial aid lutions.com. The sign up form is right there. and uh, that just gains you access to the actual uh, Zoom meeting uh, room information where we'll be hosting the meeting. And part of the training I will be uh, providing is tips on visibility um, because we all need to be visible now and uh, can't be hiding behind our computers. Uh, if you're going to counsel your students, um, it's better to be talking to them so that they can see your face. And, uh, so it's, it's a whole new world. And, uh, that's part of my training and that I will be providing, um, in this program. And, uh, again, it's, it's going to be held next Thursday, October 29th at 11 AM, uh, going for about 90 minutes. And, uh, so I hope you will join me. Um, I have also, um, the invitation on the LinkedIn page um, for the company uh, under financial aid compliance solutions. And uh, feel free to um, contact me there. You can DM me on LinkedIn and I'll be more than happy to provide you with the information for that. And going forward, um, I am going to start hosting uh, training sessions. Um, that will be available for sign up. So be looking for those as well on the website. And uh, we'll be uh, offering um, tips on visibility and uh, doing your sessions with your students, um, meeting with the financial aid. Also, um, Providing other um, information with regards to um, verifying those files getting them through a little bit faster and uh, just seeing how um, we can make things run a little bit more smoothly for your office. The other information that I just wanted to pass along is is make sure that your um, students are also completing, um, if they haven't already done so, the 2021-2022 FAFSA uh, that was made available on October 1st and uh, while the ICERs are generating and uh, the compliance information is out there um, to prepare your files to be able to award. As we all know, the awarding modules do not come out until the spring, but at least you have your files ready to go and um, all ICER corrections can be made and uh, you know, make uh, life a little bit simpler and easier for those students when you're they're signing those commitment letters and uh, making sure that they know what they're um, eligible to receive in the federal student aid and to be able to uh, afford their college education and with having said that i think uh that will be all that we'll be discussing for today um i wanted to thank y'all for joining in and um as always if you have um, any questions is there if there's a particular topic you want to discuss um or if there's anything that you um would like to uh, maybe add um, for a discussion. I'm always looking for folks to be a guest or to call in or to um, be able to uh, contact me um, so that I can better the show and better better excuse me better serve y'all um, with the tips in the training that I'm trying to provide. Um, also, I'd like to extend the offer that if anyone is interested. Um, I host the podcast through podbean.com. And uh, for those that are following me, you might see a little reward button. And that's, uh, I've opened up the podcast so that if you are interested in becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month, you can um, be a patron of the podcast. It's kind of like the public service stations, PBS, um, public news radio, Uh, If you want to be a patron, I'd I'd love to have you. And uh, there's some really cool benefits of being a patron as well. Um, I'll feature you on the podcast um, if you're interested in talking. um, If you want to feature your institution, um, anything along those lines, I'd be more than happy to um, oblige um, with uh, having y'all be a patron and also be a part of the show. So if you're interested in that, um, just again, click on the little reward button on your uh, streaming um, devices and uh, just that's where the information is. And uh, again, you can always contact me if you have any questions and I'll be more than happy to answer those questions for you. With having said that, I want to wish everyone a a good weekend and a, a good week. And um, I know there's um, still some issues going on out west. Um, There is snow, I guess, in Montana. Um, I know there's snow coming in South Dakota. I have a family members that live out there. Um, But I do also want to briefly um, touch on the fires, uh, the wildfires in Colorado, and uh, just let everyone know that um, my heart goes out to you and um, doing the best that we can to help support you and so and before i leave just make sure that if you haven't done so already you need to vote all of us need to do our civic responsibility in voting i don't care who you vote for i care about you actually voting because there's people in our ancestors who have actually lost lives and just trying to earn the right to vote so, um, get out and vote. Um, the only thing I will say on this subject is is that when you are making your decision, just remember that the decision is for the person that will best be able to run our country. And uh, that is um, how I've always viewed it. I've never viewed it as a popularity contest and that's what I'm gonna leave it with. It's just, it's whoever can best run the country. So I wish everybody have a great weekend. Um, Again, have a great week. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be talking to you soon. Take care.